What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast, The Return, uh, after, uh, what, a little over a week hiatus? A little over a week, yeah, something like that. I'm Will, that's Casino over there. That's me. I'm wearing a shirt, if you're on video, that is just, it's like choking me out. It's going way too high. Also, I wanted to give you shit for that. Is that shirt Arizona? No, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It is. My yeah, that's that's Monument Valley. And I just love how much you shit on on Arizona. <laughs> and then you're wearing I, I, like saw it, I, I, I saw it in I, I saw it in your picture from your guys' uh trip. And I just want to be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I was gonna take a picture of that and then send it into the into the group chat and uh roast you on it, but I had other things I... in, too important on that. Uh with that being said, both of our kids are sick. That is why I was not able to roast him, um, and we're yeah. we're running a little late. Uh, we both had our family vacations over the over this last weekend, and then we just kept pushing it off because our kids are sick. And then we were like, you know what? We're just gonna do it. If our kids wake up screaming and crying, they wake up screaming and crying, and we'll have to take care of them while trying to do the show. So, yeah, yeah pretty much. Let's do it. Uh, how was your family vacation casino? Where'd you guys go? Uh, up in Utah, we have family cabin up there. A lot of snow. It's been great snowfall. But, uh, yep, uh, last night we were there. Sister-in-law got sick. They got home. Now the entire family's sick over there. And then my kids sprouted a fever. So, Nice. Yay. Also, yeah. we, we've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast. Probably everybody knows. We live in Las Vegas. And yesterday, Las Vegas got uh, a little bit of snow. I mean, nothing yeah, I to, like, stick here. on the ground. Yep. but On the opposite side of town from you, yeah. Yeah, uh, but me and my wife went to Mexico. Uh, we saved up for it for a year. First time I've ever gotten a massage. We did a couple's massage. It was okay. I don't get the I don't get the hype around massages. I just it was I don't know. They're they're like fine, but like oh, people lose and, their and shit over so, them. So so speaking about massages, if all of a sudden you see me just like tweak and go yeah, um, I was out trying to get clean my pool because there's a shit ton of leaves in there um so i was cleaning out all the filth uh, the not the, the main filter but the baskets and all the skimmers and stuff like that and when i bent down like in between my shoulder blades i got a big old muscle pinch and then i couldn't breathe and then i thought i was about to fall in the pool because i couldn't hold myself um did not that would have sucked um so yeah if i'm i've been laying on a heating pad so if i uh, all of a sudden just die for a second you see me fall off screen like in rigor mortis or rig, rigor mortis like that that's yeah. what's happening also if I, look, I do if I, look, if I look if i look like tua after his third concussion <laughs> also i do want to uh clarify this was not a deshaun watson situation i did not jerk <laughs> off in front of the masseuse uh there was no happy ending that happened uh it was not offered. It would have not been uh, appreciated because it was a couple's massage. So that would have been weird. And neither of the masseuses are, were my type. So, you know, a happy ending. I wouldn't have been into it on any any aspect of it. And I didn't feel like jerking off because I was so uncomfortable during the massage. I was more. See, that's, tense. Why you, that's why. You, that's why you didn't like it is because you're not. You're supposed to relax. If I was tense, more. If tense. you're tense during it, you're not going to enjoy it. 
I was more tense during and after the massage than I was before the massage. I don't like people touching me. I just don't like it. And But my wife was like, oh, I want to do a couple's massage. And it was like a trip for her birthday. So I was like, okay. The entire time, I was just fucking like so tense. And I was just like, I don't like this. And then they start like massaging your feet. And I was, it was ticklish. And I was laughing. And yeah, I mean, will I do it again if my wife wants me to? Sure. But I'm never going to be like, you know what? I really need a massage. I'm fine with just always being tense and uncomfortable in my body. I'm fine with that casino. That's how yeah, I've lived me, my life. Me too, until I get a back spasm in between my shoulder blades and I almost fall in the pool and wouldn't be able to swim out because I can't move my arms. Yeah, and that'll be a sad day, but, you know, the podcast will, it'll go on. We'll just do where it says the only sports <laughs> podcast with, and then we'll just do a little Sharpie over that, and then it'll just be and will. So your spirit will be here, and we'll just put a picture of you next to it, and it'll be I'll just put my great. kid on the show. <laughs> yeah well i mean I'd, I'd be dead but my wife it'll just carry on your legacy yeah. yeah but mexico was awesome uh you know what was not awesome in mexico that we stayed in this room where the water well it was just bottled water like everybody offered only bottled water which i was that was one of the things i was scared what about with, the mixed cocktails so. Did they use uh, i mean water? all the cocktails were great first day i got there i had do they just maybe, use bottled water though yeah, and so no Montezuma's Revenge, none of that. Nobody got sick, which is awesome, except my son from when we came back. But uh, but that wasn't from us. He was already sick. Uh, but uh, at the Mexican uh, resort that we went to in Mexico, they had nine sports channels. At every single minute of the day, eight of them were playing a different league game of soccer. All fucking eight of them. The only one that wasn't was they had ESPN one, two, three. They had Fox Sports. All of them Spanish. All of them. Uh, and they had football. the Ocho. They they pretty much did. I mean, <laughs> the only one not playing as no. uh, soccer was the NFL Network, which every time I turned it on was replaying the fucking Super Bowl. So it was just <laughs> like. I haven't watched any sports in a fucking week because I couldn't, uh, except I did catch up on Casino, uh, the XFL, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about the NBA. Oh, this is a sports podcast. We've gone. It is. Almost, yeah. We've gone eight minutes, minutes without that. Eight. <laughs> we've, we've got a but We are going to talk about the XFL. We are going to talk about the NBA uh, All-Star Game. We're going to talk about some NFL news. But I I said, Casino, I messaged you off the podcast that I had a surprise for you. It's a two-part surprise because we're going to do part one (sighs) on this podcast, part two next podcast. Uh, I went back and listened to our very first episode and what our NFL predictions were going to be for the season. Uh, So today we're going to review. uh, I wrote down everything. So we're going to review what our predictions were for the AFC. Some of them, I will say some of them, we fucking nailed it spot on others. Not so much, but that's what we're going to do first off, Casino. Uh, with the NFL season officially over, off season has officially kicked in with free agency, franchise tags, blah, 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 combine coming up. Uh, 
let's review the year that was and how we thought it would turn out. So first, we talked about the AFC West, but before that, we talked about, for some reason, the, the LA Rams were our first thing we started talking about on this. Both of these we called right off the bat. We said... The Rams, you should be concerned because Stafford's lingering arm injury, uh, if it lingers all season, but will didn't I say the Rams to come out? Didn't I say no, the Rams? No, you gonna... picked you picked the Rams and Bills to go to the Super Bowl. Right. I, I do not know who I picked in the NFC because I've only gotten through the AFC yet. But for AFC, you were picking Bills. I picked Broncos, which is cringy hearing at the end of the season. But you also said that Von Miller would have good games, but he would be past his prime and in decline. So, I mean, I think that, I mean, he was injured for most of the season, but when he was in, I mean, kinda. Now here's where it gets good. So first we started talking about the AFC West. This is your quote. And I repeat your quote that I put word for word. Yeah, the Chiefs have been dominant, but this is the Chargers year. They are loaded. Uh, it's they gonna were come down. loaded. They all were <laughs> injured. It's going to come down uh, to head-to-head. I think the Chargers will win with a one-game lead. They're younger. They're fresher. The Chargers will win the division. The Chiefs will win the first, or the Chiefs will get the first wild card. so i mean here's the thing i'm not i i don't take back what i said the chargers they're a good team and they were striding there at the end when they were starting to get healthy if they had that team the entire season if they i'm for i still think so if they had that team the entire season i still think that could have been an outcome yes but that was also expecting the the broncos to be a little bit better and the Raiders to be a little bit better. So, well, we predicted that the three wild card teams would all be AFC West teams. We said the Broncos, we both agreed on this. The Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders would all be hovering around 10 wins. That did not come to pass. <laughs> that we, we also, we haven't gotten to the NFC yet, but we threw this out. We said the NFC East would only send one team to the playoffs. This is something we agreed on. So so far, so we, we should kind... just stop the we should just stop the podcast. We should. <laughs> no, it gets better. This, this is, was this one is of the, our oh, better. No, this is the dagger. We suck. <laughs> uh so uh we both said we had no faith in Tua because of his injury history and throw power. Well, that was so, right. I mean, that one, that one, I'm giving that to us. That's a check in the right direction. Uh, so one out of 10 of so far. Okay. And then this is where I do my now infamous rant on this podcast about why I believe in the Broncos. And you know what? I'll tell you what, listening to my reasoning, I wrote it right anything, here. Do we get anything else good though? In the AFC no. West uh, in a second. Yes. But oh, I'll let you rant. Go for it. No, I, I wrote it down right here. My uh my reasoning was wrong, right? That I said the Super Bowls would win the or the Broncos would win the Super Bowl. My reasoning was wrong, but it was pretty good. Like listening to me rant about 
why I thought the Broncos would win. I still stick by it. They should have been way better than they were. Now, uh, you said the AFC championship was going to be an AFC West team versus the Bills, which I think want that Bengals Bills game. If that game finishes, maybe the Bills win it. That could have happened because then it would have been Bills versus Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So I'm going to give you a point on that one, Casino. I'm going to give you a point on that one. I give now, myself half a point. <laughs> uh, I said, oh no. So now we switch over to the AFC South. We both agreed and called what the Colts season would be almost to a fucking T. Almost to, it sounded exactly like what we would have just been saying the cult season had been now if we were saying it as opposed to the beginning of the season. So that's a giant point for us. We, uh, however, we did, you did say the Colts would win that division. So, so, oh, oh, for two in divisions, even though you did say chiefs and, uh, chargers would be the number one seed and then a wild card. So you flip those two. You fucking nailed it. You nailed it. You just had the wrong two teams. Uh, I said the Colts would be crap, and I didn't. I think they would finish third or fourth in the division. So, point for me. Casino again said the Colts this season would win their division. Uh, then now this is a quote from me. Okay, so far quotes have not been good, but this one is good. Uh, Malik Wilson or Malik Willis looks really good in preseason. So does Justin Fields, but I don't think either of them will do anything this season. I throw out everything that happens in the preseason. It means nothing. I, I agree with that. I still think I fucking nailed it on that. The, the bears have the number one pick, the, what is it? Malik Willis was maybe the worst quarterback all season, not named Zach Wilson. I, that's a point. That's a point, Casino. I'm not adding up these points because it doesn't matter. But still, it's interesting to go back and see what we thought the season would look like based on. That's right. Did we do? Did we do the first episode at the last? At the end of the last preseason games or Dude, during? I don't middle? remember. You're the one that backtracked everything so you can make fun of us. That's true. I didn't read it. Uh, now here's now so far you've gotten everything right uh, wrong and I've gotten some stuff right. This is where you fucking nailed it, Casino. You said this Tennessee Titans team can't win without Tannehill. You fucking called it. Good job. I'll give you a point for that. Uh, <laughs> you said, or no, uh, at a, you said at a certain point in the season, or no, I said at a certain point in the season, you need to bench Tannehill and see what you got with Willis. I mean, that's what happened. And then we turn. it turned out you had nothing. Willis is garbage. I think he will be a bust, even though he wasn't drafted high, but still. Uh, I said the Jags were the wild card in the division, but I trusted Peterson to turn the Jags around. You said they will surprise people, have a better year, and finish second in the division. So until the end of the season, they were second. So I'm giving you that one, Casito. I'm giving okay. you uh, Appreciate the, 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 the nice, but... <laughs> you said it. they they didn't have enough to win the division but you called them a trap game team so again that, i think that happened multiple times 
Yeah, where they were much better than what? That's what happened in the fucking Chargers game, right? Nobody thought they were that good. And then all of a sudden came back, scored four touchdowns and one. Uh, let's see. Oh, we nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. With the Texans date, we did a whole rant on the Texans being the worst, one of the worst teams in the NFL, David Mills being bad. We said we would be shocked if the Texans won four games. So now looking, I should have wrote this down. How many games did the Texans win this year, Casito? Was it two and tied one? Let's see. They, oops. What? They won... You had Why this all ready, and then now you just yeah, you ruined you ruined the segment. I know I should have written this down. Like you had uh, me today. I have not been because been going. They were they were three thirteen and one. So we oh. said we'd be shocked if they won four games. Fucking nailed no. it. Now they here's where <laughs> here's where. Uh, uh, but then again, this now this next take sounds like a hot take. But again, this was everyone's hot take, including ours. I said, what will be a worse team than the Texans? Okay. My pick was the Falcons. Do you remember the team you picked? Yeah, the Giants. You picked the Giants (laughs) as the only team worse than the (laughs) Texans. So the Falcons won seven games. The Texans won, as I just said, three games. Uh, do you remember how many games the Giants won, Casito? Um, ten. They the did win ten because they won nine regular season games. I would say and because of the playoff, game. right? Yeah, ten yes. because of the playoff. So both of us swinging a miss on that one. Now, well, I mean, if, everybody was shocked by that. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. I agree with you. Uh, And in the podcast, I agreed with you that the Giants would be one of the worst teams. I said they would have a top five pick. They do not. Now, if you want to shut off this podcast because we were kind of wrong, mostly very wrong about the AFC West, kind of wrong about the AFC South, turn, uh, turn it all around right here. We fucking nailed, and I mean nailed, Every single thing that happened in the AFC North literally called it for every single fucking team. Like both of us back and forth. This is glorious. I said, we both agreed the Bengals would win the AFC North. I said they would be back in the AFC championship or they would miss the playoffs completely. They were fucking in the AFC championship. So nailed that one. Uh, I, well, when you both... throw out a, when you throw out one or the other, like you you, you gave no middle ground there, so you of course you well win. remember they were they were zero and two to start the season, and everybody was like, oh my god, the Bengals are going to miss the playoffs. I know. So what, I said, and what did I and what did I say? How many teams? You know how? Just knowing what the Patriots have done, they've won the Super Bowl multiple times off of starting the season zero and two. Yeah. So, and again, I said miss the playoffs or AFC Championship. So I didn't say just make the playoffs or not make the playoffs. I said AFC championship. We called it casino. Uh, you Now this is where you fucking nail it. You said, and I quote, you have no faith in the Ravens because Lamar is injury prone and keeps taking hits because he runs too much. That's literally exactly what happened. So True. we said. And we'll get into his contract here in a bit. 
that whole thing. Oh, that's yeah, that's where we're segueing after this. You now we both agreed. Uh, you said the Bengals wouldn't beat an AFC team or the Bills, so they lost to the Chiefs and then they beat uh, they beat the Bills, didn't they? In the divisional the, round, yes, they playing the divisional round. No, it was, was the, the Bills. The, it was the Bills. Yes. Yeah. So you said they wouldn't beat the Bills or an AFC West team. So that's like a half right because they didn't beat. I mean, technically they beat both of them, but when it mattered, they didn't. Uh, you said, uh, and I wonder if we agree on this point now. Uh, we talked about how we would take seven AFC teams before one NFC team. But I think we would take the Eagles before we would take the Bengals, right? Like just in terms of this past season, man, they were they were pretty neck and neck, to be honest. Yeah, I but I don't think looking at the so you would take I would take I would still take the Eagles. I would still take the Eagles. I think yeah, I think it would be Chiefs, Eagles, and then it would be a bunch of AFC teams, right? Then it'd be Bills, then it'd be Bengals, maybe even Jags like Ravens with a healthy Lamar who even knows if he even still stays there. But right. I don't think that's that outlandish now because yeah, there would be the AFC was fucking loaded this year. Uh, you said that nine to 10 wins uh, for the Patriots, but no way they would make the playoffs. So they finished what they finished eight, nine and didn't make the playoffs. So you know your team. You fucking nailed it, Casino. Uh, <laughs> you also said you would be shocked if it, the AFC team didn't win the Super Bowl. So, nailed it again. You're on a fucking hot streak. You, you did, however, you're, say... You're, you, setting, you're, setting, you're setting up for, like, the dagger. It's fine. Let's just get to it. Can we just get to you it? You said the Rams were the can it, only can it be threat... In the, can it be in the part of my back where I need to go get an ice pack currently? Mm-hmm. Just dig it in there please well here it is this isn't a dagger it's a little cut uh you said the rams were the only nfc threat the rams as we know now finished five and twelve they were not the only threat casino they were not a threat almost thanks buddy (laughs) uh we both agreed that the steelers would be seven wins so they ended up being nine wins so better than we thought we said that Trubisky wasn't the long-term uh, starter and they should give Kenny Pickett a shot, said the defense would be top five all year. All of those, uh, besides the seven wins, we fucking called all that. Uh, so good for us. I predicted the Steelers would finish nine and eight. They did. The Ravens would be 11 and six. They were 10 and seven. And the Bengals would be 12 and five. They were 12 and four. So I got my math wrong in that one, but literally called Bengals, Ravens, Steelers all within one game of what they would be. You said uh, you needed 11 wins in the AFC to make the playoffs, which besides the Chargers, the Dolphins and the Jags was true. So good job, Casino. So everything Uh, except uh, for the wild card. Got it. Yeah. Uh, We said the Browns had zero chance to win more than five games. They had they won seven. We also said uh 
And now I fucking called this. I said, everyone assumes Watson is going to come back and be good. Why? I think they're a six, uh, five win team with him, a six win or a five win team without him, six win team with him. They finished seven and 10. So fucking nailed it. Casino nailed it. Uh, now here's where we get to the AFC East, which is the last division in the AFC. Uh, you said you would be shocked if the bills won less than, or you would be shocked if the bills didn't win 13 games. Yeah. Be the best and was I shocked? I'm shocked. Ow. I'm so shocked. The, the bills finished 13 and three. So you fucking called it. You're not oh. shocked because they did win 13. So I thought we were leading up to something bad. So I was, I was preemptively making myself feel better. No, you said, however, they would be the best team in the NFL and the number one seed. So I feel like that's not crazy. They were one game away from it. And the only reason they didn't have one game is because that bizarre Monday night game, blah, blah, blah. I said, who's ever going to win the Super Bowl is going to be from the AFC West or the Bills. But again, the team I thought from the AFC West was the Broncos. So let's just move right past that. Uh, no, no, no. Let's 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 hear more about it. No, I right, continue. We've got a lot. Now to here's the last two things: is we make our AFC Super Bowl picks before we go to the NFC. You Ooh. picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl. I, I picked the Broncos, and I said, and I quote, "They will have one of the best offenses in the NFL this year." They, in fact, maybe had one of the worst ever in terms of who they had. So swing and a miss right there. But next episode, we'll do the NFC. I just thought that was interesting with the AFC. We pretty much, I mean, AFC North, we almost got fucking spot on. Uh, AFC East, we literally talked about the AFC East, did not mention the Jets or your team at all. All we talked about was the fucking Bills. Uh, and then Dolphins, we just talked about how Tua underthrew everything. We didn't trust his injury history, which huh. is kind of what the AFC was this well, here's year. Well, I knew, I knew what my team was. I knew what my team was, and, you know, that's what it was. I, I have not listened to us talk about the NFC. I'm very curious to say, to hear what I was thinking about my Eagles going into the season because I remember not being – I think it, I thought it would be a rebuilding year and blah, blah, blah. So next week we'll do the NFC uh, side of things. Now, however, Casino, let's switch to current today NFL, which is uh, let's just start with let's just start with the weird contract shit. Uh, so first, before we get into the Lamar stuff, did you see the report that let me find it right here? Daniel Jones is rumored to be asking for uh this is from Pro uh Pro Football Talk. As one source explained it, Daniel Jones wants more than the Giants have offered, possibly as much as 45 million dollars per per year or more. Uh the Giants could respond by simply applying the franchise tag to Jones. This is one of those questions where you set somebody up because you know the obvious answer, but I have to ask it. Casino, do you question. think do you think Daniel Jones is worth forty five million dollars a year? No, no, I thought it was fifty is what he wanted, but uh, that definitely no, definitely oh. no. We've talked about this. We we I thought we talked about it on air. Maybe we did not. Um, 
No way. He had a much better year than everybody expected. He played well. We've said it multiple times during after games where that may be the best game he's ever played in his career. And he did that like at least twice, maybe three times, because he just kept upping himself, which good on him. Well done. Good job. But no, you can't pay him that much because you have nothing else for that team. You still need so many pieces on that Giants team. Yes, they yes, they did well. They won 10 games. Oh, nine regular season, 10 uh, when you include the postseason. So they did well. They did well. They did much better than everybody expected. I still think they need more pieces, but we'll see. Well, obviously they do. They didn't go to the Super Bowl and win it, so you need more stuff. But I've always been an advocate for never overpaying players. Just I hate it. I've talked about it many times on this podcast. Don't overplay a single player, especially when you have a cap. Especially quarterback. Right. Baseball, they can get away with a little bit because there is no cap. They just have to pay luxury taxes, but that that's all about if you just have the money, fucking do it. Why not? That's why the Dodgers have been one of the best teams in the last six years is because they've paid literally every almost every single one of their players top deals. Yeah. Uh, let me read off, uh, in case anybody forgot, the Daniel Jones stats since While you he do came that, into I'm the I'm going to grab a nice pack. Yeah. So since he came into the year... His rookie year, he had 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Not bad, right? His rating was a 20 or an 87.7. He threw for just over 3,000 uh, yards with 3,027. 2020, he threw 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions for just below 3,000 yards, 2,943. 2021, he threw for 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and 2,400 yards. And then last year, 2022, he threw for 3,205 yards, 15 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Do either of these, do any of those stats sound like they warrant 45 to $50 million a year? I he's been in the league for four years. He's thrown 60 touchdowns, 34 interceptions with 11,000 yards. That is as run of the mill as you can fucking get. If he was to be paid $45 million a year, these are the only five quarterbacks at the moment paid of around or 45 or more Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, we've talked about it a million times on this fucking podcast. The Deshaun Watson contract and the Russell Wilson contract, two of the worst contracts maybe in the history of sports. Just like abysmally high, gross, uh, just who the fuck would pay for uh, Deshaun Watson that much? It was the Browns and everybody's pissed about it in the league. The The other three, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, obviously we know he doesn't deserve $50 million, but he at least has the stats, the stature, the wins. To well, he still wins that. MVPs. Like, he's, yeah. still, he's still out there producing. Um, but, again, that's still too much money, and it shows. Well, his and biggest same- issue is he can't work with anybody. Yeah. 
The only one on this list who now feels like a fucking bargain is Patrick Mahomes at $45 million a year, who his entire contract was almost half a billion dollars. But I mean, that now feels like he's winning you Super Bowls. Yeah. And you're, and he's always in the AFC championship. You're always in contention. He feels like, yeah, obviously he should be one of the highest paid quarterbacks. Oh yeah. The weird one. If he has another decade, if he has another decade of it, like just like this, then yeah, you could throw him in there. Mahomes or Brady, who's better? 100%. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's got to go another decade of it. But dude, the guy's no joke. He's no joke. The weird one in this list is Kyler Murray. I don't like that one. Never being, made sense to me in the first place. Well, he's the third highest paid quarterback in the league. Like, I mean, that is at least with crazy. at least with Watson. Um, he was he had some good season. He was still producing, and he was he was doing well. Um, so I, I, I could get the justification on that a little bit. Um, not much, but enough, but the Kyler Murray, what has he, what has he ever done? What has he ever done? Well, he's been in the league. This is kind of like one of those things where you think his stats are way better than they actually are. 2019, he was 20 for 12 touchdowns to INTs. 2020 he was 26 for 12, 2021, 24 for 10. And then this year, 14 for seven. Like those are fine, but that's not, that doesn't, that shouldn't warrant the third highest paid in the league. But looking at quarterback, uh, you know, uh, payments and stuff like this, these are the next highest paid ones after Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen warranted, right? Warranted five quarterback in the league, Matt Stafford, like, uh, you won a Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Uh, next up, Dak Prescott. No. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, Kirk Cousins. Again, what are we doing here? Uh, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, Mariota, Trevor Lawrence. And the drop-off from Tannehill. Tannehill's making $29.5 million a year, which is fucking crazy. But the drop-off from... Uh, Ryan Tannehill to Baker Mayfield is it goes from 29 and a half to 15 million. So that's and then seems, keep going, keep going from there. Well, let's see for 15 million, it's Winston at 14 million, uh, Mariota at nine, Trevor Lawrence at nine, Joe Burrow at nine. Now, again, that's the rookie contract and all that stuff, yeah, but, but that's we know he's gonna be oh. his next contract, he's gonna be in the top My three highest up. paid. And then we have Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Tua. So then we get all to like the rookie contracts that people are still on and stuff. Uh, there's rumors, and it's pretty much confirmed at this point that Jalen Hurts is going to get fifty million a year. He's going to do a four hundred or a two hundred million dollar contract. Like, yeah, I'm fine with it. As an Eagles fan, I trust Howie Roseman to make the cap situation work and all that stuff. Again, if you've proven yourself, the the question well, we'll mark with Hurts, the question mm-hmm. mark with Hurts coming into this season was how will he do in the playoffs? Well, if his fucking defense could make one stop in a in an entire fucking game, he'd be a Super Bowl champion right now. So, he basically put that team on his back, carried them through the Super Bowl was one chance away from potentially winning it. So blah, blah, blah. Now the interesting one on this list, Casino, a quarterback I did not mention that has been in the news is 
Lamar Jackson. So the Lamar Jackson situation, it is this before we get into it, is this one of the weirdest sports contract stories you can remember? Because yeah. I keep reading stuff and I it just always sounds like made up. Like it's fucking weird, man. Oh, that's the issue when you don't have an agent. Yeah, I don't. Let's see. Where did I see? Oh, I thought I took a. Oh, here it is. Uh, So Lamar Jackson wants a fully guaranteed deal similar to the five-year $230 million deal the Browns gave Deshaun Watson. According to sources, Lamar Jackson turned down a five-year $250 million contract with $133 million guaranteed. And that is via uh, Jeremy Fowler. Did he turn it down or did his mom turn it down? His, let's just say. Did mommy say say no? That's fucking insane. So. uh, Insane. Like we talked about when it happened, the Deshaun Watson deal, first off, is the catalyst for all this, right? Like the Russell Wilson contract, everything stems from just the Browns giving one of the dumbest contracts ever to Deshaun Watson, where basically his first year, he made no money. And then every year after that, he just basically gets everything fucking guaranteed, right? Like all 230 million is basically just his, regardless of what the fuck happens. And we saw how well that worked out this season where the Browns were fucking abysmal. But he, so Lamar Jackson turned down a five year, $250 million contract with 133 million guaranteed. If you're the fucking Ravens, how do you not just go throw your hands up and go, we're fucking trading you? Like, go try to get this deal fucking somewhere else because nobody's going to give it to you. No, nobody, nobody. And now you got bad blood. You poison the water. So that's the thing. If Lamar Jackson comes back with this kind of contract and the Ravens suck or they can't do anything, how is that entire fan base not going like? Well, here's the thing. Do you really think so? So he's already denied him. So do you think he goes out there? He tries to get somebody else and, um, to, to pay that type of money and if they say no what is he what's he gonna do are they gonna just franchise tag him this has the idea of the same situation of what we've had with um with uh oh my gosh dallas prescott yeah prescott um with prescott it, what he's gonna do is, is he's just gonna get franchise tagged he's not gonna fucking play and yeah. this is gonna this is going to be really fucking bad for them. This is going to be bad. But well, also, that's more on Lamar Jackson. You're missing out on your opportunity. And so say say he does come back and he's like, hey, can I have that deal again? And be like, fuck no, you're not going to get that deal now. <laughs> no, now, now we've cut it 25% from that. You said no to it. You went out. You tried to shop around. Nobody's going to pay you that shit because you're always injured. We're yeah. offering you insane amount because we want you to stay here. We want you to be our quarterback, and but you know what? You've already slapped us in the face once. This is going to be your new offer. Take it. If not, franchise tag. And if you don't want to play, we'll 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 figure that out at the end. Well, and I saw this thing on uh, when ESPN was talking about it last night, where like him at starting for the Ravens versus anybody else starting for the Ravens, it's like night and day, right? Like he's right. one. 
a ridiculous amount of his games. He has the like a crazy win percentage. His You've stats are fucking him. off the charts. He, he he's done enough in the league so far that you have to respect him. Any team that plays Lamar Jackson has to respect him to a point. Obviously, you know what I mean. Yeah, and people you, you, say you don't you, you don't go in unprepared against Lamar Jackson. You just don't. You always have to prepare. Most of the time, you know you'll 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 see how it works out. You know it'll be a dog fight, um, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then you look at it. He's has only started. So in 2019 and 2020, he started 15 games each his rookie year. He only started seven, but obviously that wasn't from injury. That was just from them not starting him. And however, 2021 and 2022, he has only started and played in 12 games because of injury. So in his entire career, he's never played a full season, which makes it more impressive because his stats are fucking crazy for Pat just passing. He has 101 uh, pass uh, passing touchdowns, only 38 interceptions, and he pretty much wins what every five games he starts compared to one loss. So his winning percentage is crazy. Like we're talking about, he deserves to be one of the top five best paid quarterbacks in the league, but he was just offered a contract to be one of the top five best quarterbacks in the league. So, or best paid quarterbacks in the league. So I don't know. It's weird when you talk about people's like money, but I've never got why people are like, Oh, you don't talk about somebody's money. You don't talk. And it's just like, why, why would we not talk about somebody's money? Like if I'm making like, well, if I'm making $10 an hour, and I'm like, I want 35. And they're like, we'll give you 25. That'll make you one of the top five people at your position. And I still go, no. Then you kind of just have to throw your hands up and be like, then what the fuck do you want? Like, what do you want? It's it. There's yeah. nothing. We haven't heard anything from his camp about what he wants that he's not being offered. Is it literally just he wants all of the possible money because then you're just like no you don't you've never played a full season it makes him look bad it makes him look like he is he knows he's injury prone he knows this. he's just trying to get his paycheck and then he doesn't give a shit about how he plays at all at this point i think he's just trying to make his money he's just trying to make money and as much as he can and then dude how much you said 130 guaranteed right it was something like that he was offered 133 million guaranteed of a $250 million contract. Take it. <laughs> yeah. That's $133 million. Somebody walks up to my door and asks me, Hey, do you want 133? I'm not going to say make it two, 200 or I'm out. No, well, 133. I'm all good. Make it 132. I don't care. I'll take that. Also just in the context of him asking for this money or whatever it's all because of the deshaun watson contract every owner and player in the league knows that's a bullshit fucking contract like that's everybody knows that's not the norm the norm is going to be uh again he will only get this kind of stupid money if he is goes to another team like i could see so a scenario where like the jets are, are like oh you don't want to play for the ravens we'll fucking take you and we'll give you an insane deshaun watson contract but okay fine do that but 
there's still the possibility of them franchise tagging him. Yeah. Well, I think I think I agree with you. I think he does end up getting franchise tagged this season. And then if he goes, I will play, or maybe he will do the Deshaun Watson thing and just sit out and be like, I don't want to fucking risk it, right? Like, I don't want to risk injury because he does get injured a lot. But yeah, it just seems so fucking weird, man. Now he's dumb for not taking that that deal. I mean, I in my opinion. In yeah. my opinion, just with how injured you are. You're still guaranteed a lot of money. I know it sounds like you wanted the Kyler Murray situation where you're guaranteed almost all of it, but dude, get over it. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. When we start talking about this kind of money, like Jesus. All right. And we are back. Uh, both our kids woke up. We had to do some editing. That's why if the end of the Lamar Jackson thing is so weird, it's because I tried to stitch it together. But we are moving off that topic, Casino, to, I don't know if you heard the breaking news or not, but it is that Aaron Rodgers I did. I heard it from you. (laughs) He's emerged from a dark room to make his decision. Like, this is the shit I hate about, like, media – well, this is all types of media, right? Sports media, news media. It's like when stuff like this happens, people are like, oh my God. Like people are acting like he's doing some fucking crazy thing. It's like when you go back and you see all the reports about like Dennis Rodman and they're like, oh my God, Dennis Rodman. He was doing so many crazy things. And it's like, oh yeah, he was going to Vegas and drinking and gambling. What a fucking psycho. Like, oh my God, it's so crazy. I can't wrap my head fucking around what he was doing in Vegas. Like with Aaron Rodgers, it's like he he went into this dark room in Oregon that just had like a bed in it. And you're just like, oh my, you mean like a fucking hotel without a TV? What a fuck, oh my God, what a crazy psycho. I can't, I can't wrap my head around him going to a room. It's just like, people are like, it, you can hear a dark it in room, people's bro. voices. A dark <laughs> yeah. room. You can hear it in people's voices where they're like trying to wrap their head. And it's just like, he went to a fucking room that didn't have a TV with a bed. Like, <clears throat> let's calm the fuck. It's, it's not like he went into a fucking cave and moved a rock in front of it to where he couldn't escape for three days. It's like he went to a hotel without a TV that had a yoga mat in the center of the room. Oh, well, this guy's fucking crazy. Like... I don't give a shit. It's the Packers... odd, but like that that one's odd. But like, come on. It's, fine. it's not even odd. If to the me room, it's odd. If the room me, had a odd. TV, it's a hotel room. He went to a hotel. Like it's it's nothing. So let me like, ask you this. Nothing. Do you think he's doing this all just to try to keep people's eyes on him? Or do you think like he's legitimately doing this for himself? Or do you think he's just being being this? I say weird uh, to draw just to keep his name in the spotlight because he's not winning Super Bowls. I think he's a fucking, I think he's an egomaniac. Like I think everything you've ever heard about him makes it sound like he's a, what is it? One of those guys who like tries to be like the hippy dippy spiritual guy, but all of it just circles back to, he just likes his name in the news. Like I'm glad the Packers have finally like, of unofficially officially come out and been like we're fucking tired of Aaron Rodgers like can you imagine how fucking exhausting it must be to just interact with him where you're just like 
hey, so we have you under contract for next year. Like, are you going to come back or do you want us to trade you? And then he would be like, well, I got to go to Oregon. I got to sit in the dark for three days and just like think about it. And you're just like, okay, but then after that, like, then what are you thinking? And then like, are you going to give us your decision then? And then it's just like, no, man, like that depends on you. And then you're just like, can you just fucking answer the question? Are you coming back? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, those That's people so good. who are just like, I don't know, man. Like, whatever the universe. And you're just like, okay, but what do you think? And then they're just like, well, it's in the written in the. And you're just like, okay, like, I'm done. I'm done. If you're a Packers fan, you have to be seething at the possibility that Aaron Rodgers comes back next year. Like, oh, this 100%. is a percent. I actually have Packers friends who diehard Packers friends and literally mid season this year, they were just finally like, all right, I can't justify. <laughs> I can't try to defend this guy anymore. I just can't. I'm like, and good. You, well, welcome to the club. Uh, it yeah. feels good. Doesn't it? And you've said the Gronk uh, thing a million times on this podcast, which just keeps getting like, it ages like fine wine, the whole, like, well, I, I, I think I got a couple more MVPs in me. It's like, who gives a flying fuck about MVPs? If Aaron Rodgers retires as a 10-time NFL MVP, they will no one will put him above any of the better quarterbacks throughout time who have won more than one Super Bowl. Like, this is why the the LeBron Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why the LeBron Jordan thing annoys the fuck out of me because LeBron could finish with every stat as number one, right? If he has less titles than uh, Michael Jordan, no one will ever say he's the greatest of all time. Sports is about winning championships. No one gives well, a flying fuck about your individual stuff we, unless it comes to like the Hall of Fame. Which right. we talked about it with a little bit with the, the Brady and Mahomes thing um, a few episodes back where I said, uh, you, you asked me the question and I was like, well, Mahomes, he could be considered, you can make the argument of him being the greatest of all time if he's like one Super Bowl under Brady, if he wins six, but and has at least half of Brady's old records and he has six and then, but like he's doing it in a quicker span, then you can say that. But it, that's it's really it's really tough. You either have to match Brady through for through, and you ha- you have to take over all of his um, all of his stats, or at least half it with him, and have the same amount of Super Bowls in a twenty year span. Cool, um, but I, I totally agree with you. Like I'm I'm fucking done with Rodgers. I'm fucking done. I'm done. Who I already gives, didn't like Aaron Rodgers two shits about MVPs. It's a great yeah. cherry on the top. It really is. That's that's what it that's what it should be. It should be the cherry on the top of the fucking Super Bowl Sunday. See what I yeah. did there? Super Bowl Sunday. That's I mean great. Great. Thank you. <laughs> but, Thank you. That was good, uh, right? Yeah. If this past I, that totally season... didn't mean to do that. That was just my dad kicking in. That was just <laughs> my dad jeans. If this past season Patrick Mahomes would have won the MVP and then uh, Jalen Hurts would have won the Super Bowl. I would not even remembered that it was a competition between Mahomes or Hurts for the MVP. It would have been like, who gives a fuck? Mahomes could have the MVP if Jalen Hurts won the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit. 
It's all about Super Bowls. If Jalen Hurts would have won the MVP and then lost in the Super Bowl the same way he did, it would have been like, I mean, that's nice, but I would have just been like, who kind of gives a shit? Like, nice for him, but like, it's about winning Super Bowls. Nobody ever says Jim Kelly is one of the best quarterbacks of all time because he didn't win a Super Bowl and he went to four. If he would have won all four of those, he would have been talked. He would have been now talked in the same breath as fucking Joe Montana, right? And now, because he didn't win a Super Bowl, you talk to him, you talk about him in the same breath as you do Dan Marino, which is all time great quarterbacks who didn't win the Super Bowl. So they can't be in the fucking upper echelon. Like, that's just how sports are. Maybe baseball is one of the few ones where it's like, uh, Itani and uh, Mike Trout are like the best bas- baseball players in the world, but they don't really do anything in the playoffs. But that kind of like doesn't sully them, but it kind of does. I don't know. Especially where, yeah, in Super Bowl, it's like all comes down to to uh, with quarterback is how many Super Bowls you won because fucking Tom Brady won seven. So we can last topic I wanted to talk to you about casino in the NFL. Yeah, let's was uh, pertaining actually to Jalen hurts. And this is one of the weirdest football stories I can remember for a long time because it is the NFL owners, I guess uh, spearheaded by Sean Payton the new Broncos head coach, former Saints head coach, saying that they are going to get rid or push to get rid of the uh, tush push, as it's called, which is the quarterback sneak made now infamous this season by Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles for every third and one, fourth and right. one, third so, so, but So what I heard, though, is it's not, it's not a, the – they're pushing um, – it's not the quarterback's knee. It's somebody pushing the court behind the quarterback, right? I don't, That's what I don't even know. I think so it's I think the quarterback I, if, sneak. No. They're trying to get rid of the quarterback sneak. Maybe it is. How I how I heard it, of the few of the things that I heard about it, though, is, is they don't want anybody pushing from behind, pushing the quarterback from behind because it's – and as you're about to say, the funniest thing that they say is – it's aesthetically displeasing. It's well, also, I've heard it's That's not the, a football play, which of course I'm, it is. I'm sorry. When the fuck did you have to have aesthetically pleasing uh, plays on the field to get gain yards? I've never in your life. Have you ever heard that plays had to be aesthetically pleasing? Like the fuck are we talking about? This is football. What's a more football play than stacking up your five guys against the other five guys across from you and trying to push them over? What is yeah. a more football play than that? I, like, I don't know. What is a football play? Maybe it's play? too rugby for them. It's too rugby. That's what, it's, it's a so... fucking scrum. But you know what? It bothers me because that's every single rush up the middle, whether it's a quarterback yeah. or a running back. So now – if you're going to get rid of the quarterback sneak, if you're going to get rid of the tush push, which is dumb, it's called the quarterback fucking sneak. Stop yeah. trying to call it something that it's not. It is the quarterback fucking sneak. 
Yeah. And they're trying to call it something different. It's because they're trying now that's one way they're trying to justify to get rid of it is they're trying to make it sound awful. Like it's a different play that they just magically like we created. Yeah. No, it's, it's a fucking quarterback sneak. It is well, and then, a player with the football running up the middle. If you get rid of that, you have to get rid of every single play of the running back running in the middle. Well, running also, in the middle. so if this exact play next season happens, but it's the uh, running back who takes the snap or they bring a tight end over to take the snap, then it's allowed, right? Because it's only the quarterback can't do it. Or is it nobody can snap the ball from under center and run forward? Like, okay, how well, do you even so enforce how, this? I don't know. How about this? Um, extra extra points, for instance, or, or any field goal, for instance. That's the same thing. Is everybody's pushed in. They're all dropping to the ground. Like, it's it's, it's the dumbest thing. Well, and then, and, and then, Sean and Payton, then their, whole, their whole thing about, oh, because I've heard this argument on it is um, – from patrons and, and a couple of people, uh, analysts say that, oh, well, it's it's for the player's safety. It's for the player's safety so they don't get hurt. It's fucking football. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's football. Well, yes, we had also, a freak accident with Damar Hamlin this year, and he almost died. Well, he technically did die, and they revived him. That's a freak fucking accident that he took a helmet straight into the heart, and it stopped his heart. That's a freak accident. You know, yeah. it, it, it is what it is. Um well, I, I'm, I'm just, I just don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. Players so, are going to get hurt. Broncos players head coach Sean Payton had maybe oh, the dumbest take Payton. I've ever fucking Shut, heard on I'm, this. I'm done with Sean Payton after this whole shit. He's... He said, uh, he told Dan Blandino, who's the head of officiating, he said, uh, He's going to do it every game next year if they don't outlaw the rule. It amounts to a rugby scrum. The NFL wants to showcase the athleticism and skill of our athletes. This is just not a skillful play. Uh, Sean Payton also said he would do it every play over and over again if it's not outlawed. So every play you get maybe a yard or two. So if every offensive play, Sean Payton did it over and over again, at most, at most, he would gain eight yards. So you need 10 yards no, for a first so now, down. Now, he has, now if this doesn't get approved, uh, banned, he, he better come out. And, and Russell Wilson is every play, every play, yeah. because you said you're going to do it. You said you're going to yeah. do it, and it's not an athletic play. So you just contradicted yourself in that whole fucking statement because, first off, you say that, you you end with that you're going to do it every single play, but then you also say it's not an athletic play. It is not a football play. Okay, so you want to get rid of it because it's it's not appealing. But so this this is what's going to happen. Like so, say it doesn't get say it doesn't get banned, right? You either have to follow up with doing it every single play, like you said you're going to, or never do it again. You're Super Bowl. You made it to the Super Bowl with Russell Wilson next year. Super Bowl. You're you just have to get a touchdown to win the football game. To win the football game, you are you are first and goal on the half yard line. The yep. half yard line. What do you do? Well, also, oh, you're gonna pull Russell Wilson. You looked. At, it looks. It looked so great for him when he was on the Seahawks. 
Well, let's say in your exact scenario, they try three different plays. It doesn't work. You're fourth and inches, fourth and goal. You're down by four with five seconds left. You're the quarterback sneak is not outlawed, but again, you said all this dumb shit. Are you not doing the quarterback sneak on fourth and inches uh, in the fucking Super Bowl to win it? Of course you're going to, because it's you, like the you said, you're play do a that direct, makes the most. You're gonna do a direct sense. snap to the to the running back and be like, "We'll see." It, that wasn't the rule, so like I said, like not the quarterback to do, but the running back he could do it, and that's how he's gonna try to get out of it. If that was the case, well, fucking idiot. also fucking idiot. I if this, I never disliked. I never hated sean payton i didn't like what he did with the whole targeting thing back in the day um I, I didn't like that is he a good coach sure um but god damn this makes him look more ridiculous Th- this statement is m- making him look more ridiculous than that movie with fucking kevin james playing him <laughs> and that was and that was a ridiculous movie i sat through the whole thing with paper clips hold- holding my eyes up because i i needed to watch this train wreck happen well, this you, is what you, I don't You get. are. Kevin James is a better Sean Payton than you. <laughs> he, what, you are more understand. silly than him. You are more silly than him. And th- what, I mean, that's not saying much. But What I don't understand is if this is such an, an easy play and unstoppable and there's no way you can, because I keep hearing the athletic, it's a football scrum, it's rugby, There's it's not athletic, you know, it's not an actual football play, then why the fuck is nobody else doing it? If only the Eagles can do it and they have, and you've heard Jason Kelsey like talk about how they actively work on this play in practice to like perfect it. We've seen a bunch of fucking other teams. We've seen Gardner Minshew try to do the quarterback sneak with this same team and he can't fucking do it. So clearly... It's an athletic play if only one team and one player on that team in the situation can fucking do this play. Like, come up with a way to fucking stop it if you're a fucking genius That's that, like you I mean, claim to be shot. Jacoby Brissett, every single team, team he played on when he was with the Patriots, when he was with the Colts, and now with, with Cleveland, he's got over 92% completion on that yeah. or something, something like that. You know why? Because it worked, and he was good at it. It's a fucking good play. Well, if and you then, have the person to play it. it remember, and, like, and you can say that Brady is one of the best people to ever do it. So if you're saying that this is this play is bad, then you're saying Tom Brady shouldn't. He's not the best quarterback to ever live right now because he. There's so many games, playoff games where he's done this. Dog, leave the leave the kid alone. Sorry. <laughs> but no, it's ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing. I don't. I mean, we can just go on and on about this, but fucking Sean yeah. Payton, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Uh, In my opinion, let me ask you this. I don't think it'll get approved. What about you? Because I don't. I think it will get approved. You really think this will get approved? Yep. Why? And I think there's going to be things next season where teams are going to do quarterback sneaks and then people are going to be like, well, that's okay because nobody was pushing him. And then everybody's just going to be like, oh, okay, that's the fucking rule. It's fucking dumb. If this, this is one of those things where it involves my team. So I feel like I come off as like, but heard about it if this was happening in any team i would be this fucking pissed it's the quarterback sneak it's always been the quarterback sneak for the past couple years they've had the push where you're allowed to push somebody in the back to make them go forward 
Nobody has had an issue with it until some team figured out how to do it good. Like, right. I I would be totally fine. Sorry. Getting more Cheerios for the kid. I see you're checking yours out. Your kid. Um, But I would be totally fine if they got rid of that. If they got rid of the guy pushing portion of it. Totally fine with that. I would. Um, Because, yes, you know, that that is a little bit more susceptible to injury. Um, with, with coming behind them and pushing them. I get that. But like getting rid of just the regular quarterback sneak, there's it doesn't make sense to me. There's so many people that are going to lose to that. And again, what's the difference of handing the ball off in that situation? You have the running back literally standing to your left or your right, directly to your right, and you snap it and you immediately hand it off to them. Yes, you may be shotgun back a little bit, uh, and you hand it off so they can get a little bit of speed and run into it. But what's the difference from that and a quarterback sneak? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I couldn't tell you. We've talked, we you. talked too much about this. I, but no, we're both we on the did, same page. We, it's we fucking did, ridiculous. We didn't did uh, talk too much on this, but you know what? I don't care because it's fucking right. We're right. Yeah, I agree. At the like the the we want to show the athleticism and all that shit. It's like since when? Since that's the first time I've ever heard this, but right. and we did dark. we did talk about too much on this, but you know what? It it's going to affect the NFL so much oh, yeah. next year. So I, I if they get it approved, so I'm it, I'm it, fine with I'm fine with ranting about this because fuck that. <laughs> uh, last bit of NFL news, then we'll move off the huh. NFL. The Commanders and Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy uh, finalized the deal where he is now the offensive coordinator and assistant head coach for the Washington commanders. Uh, My question Mm. to you casino, why would he make this move and why has he not been offered a head coaching position? I don't know the fact that he, uh, I'll start with the latter. I don't know why he's not offered a head coaching situation. I don't, you know what? I never pull, I never pull this card. I really do think this one is race related. Oh. I fucking really do. There's That's, no I, way. There's how does no he not? way. How does he not? In fuck that Jonathan Gannon got a head coaching position in the exact same Super Bowl that Eric Bieniemy was coaching in, and yeah, you could take it and crushed but it. There's no fucking way that the the defensive coordinator who couldn't make one stop got a head coaching job without question. They interviewed him once and were like, this is the guy, he's the head coach. And the guy who has been in the NFL for five years has had a top three offense every fucking year. They've won two Super Bowls, been to three. They're in the AFC Championship. There's no way it's just coincidental that he happens to be a black head coach and they're not giving him a head coaching position. The Eagles had one season where their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator had okay to good seasons. Both immediately got head coaching jobs. Like, it's astounding. It's astounding. Who the fuck would not want Eric Bieniemy as your head coach? Like, are you fucking crazy? Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. It's crazy. 
but it will be interesting to see how he does with the commanders because obviously he won't have a Tyree kill or a Patrick Mahomes or a Travis Kelsey. He'll have Heineke. Maybe he'll have Wentz. Maybe who the fuck knows who the commanders head coach is going to be next or the commanders uh, quarterback is going to be. So, but he will have Terry McLaurin who is kind of like a B plus Tyree kill. So I don't know the commanders, but the commanders just became more interesting to watch. I totally agree with you on that. Um, yeah. So uh, he's dealing with this kid real quick. So I think we've covered the NFL pretty, pretty good here. Um, free agency starts coming up and uh, franchise tags. We've kind of touched on those, um, but let's move off NFL. We've talked about it plenty. We've got to get into the NBA here a little bit. Uh, so let's see storylines that we were we were going to talk about like the last 23-ish games in the NBA season. Uh, Bucks, Celtics, Suns, all of those guys. Um, but let's let's go. I'm going to jump over that portion because he will definitely get into that more. Uh, the All Star Weekend and how big of a joke it is. I 100 percent want to start with that because I didn't watch a lick of it, but we had talked about it off air um, when it was, when it was happening or just right after it happened, but there is absolutely no reason that there should be, be this anymore and how they did the picking system on the court. It was absolutely awful. Um, So if you didn't know how they were doing the picks on the court, uh, Giannis and, and LeBron were making their picks. Um, Oh, hi. So, uh, Beach, what I'm talking about is how LeBron and, and Giannis, I'm, I'm jumping over the, the main storylines of like the actual NBA season. I'll let you touch on that. I'll just talk about how a joke of this all-star game was. Um, oh, yeah. But how they picked them on the court, and they started from the reverse, back of the, the reserves, and went backwards to like the best players. It was, I just think, the, the, the dumbest thing out there. Well, it's also one of the things where, what is it? The, the So I just read this uh, yesterday. Sunday's NBA All-Star Game was the lowest rated and least watched Easily. edition of the show of all, uh, since 2000. So in 23 years, ratings declined 29% and viewership 27% just from last year's All-Star Game, which last year's All-Star Game was actually pretty good and competitive and came down to the last shot and all this kind of stuff. Uh, the record low audience places the NBA All-Star Game well behind this year's NFL Pro Bowl. And remember, this year's NFL Pro Bowl was like flag football and everybody fucking hated it. So yeah. I don't know how you make the NBA All-Star Game watchable without making it for home field advantage in the uh nba finals which i don't think no, they would nobody do. nobody was competitive about it like people yeah. are stepping aside letting them shoot so what you're you pay a shit ton of money just to see the superstars play some practice shots yeah like it's it was absolutely it was absolutely awful awful and again i i hated how they did the picking system like that's not how you pick that's not how that bothered me more than it should but that's not how you pick you know you're, you're yeah. not out on the the, the streets you know, uh, playing, you know, pick up basketball. You're not going out there and you're going, 
All right. Well, let's pick the good ones last, and we'll we'll start with you know the five four five four dude over here. No, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. pick the six eleven six six ten guy first. You know. Uh, so I, well, I hated how they did that, and they went with the reserve because it felt like what they were trying to do was not make. They were trying. It felt like they were trying to not make me like, oh, well, you're the last pick of the NBA All Star game. You know, yeah. We don't want to make you feel bad. Well, you know what? Yes, you did the reserves first before you got into the the, the superstars. But the last person picked on the reserves knows he was the last person picked. Like it's, you know, sorry. Yeah. It's just to me, that was dumb. Um, well, it's also one of those things which I've heard. Uh, I can't remember who said this, but I was like, yeah, spot on. It's like, why should the fans care about this game if the players playing it don't? Like don't, the players yeah. playing it clearly don't give a fuck. Why would they? It's in right. the middle of the fucking season, which Means is one nothing. of the things I've kind of always hated about All-Star Weekend, which is it's a break in the middle of the season. Well, not the middle, kind of towards the end. We only have 23 more regular season games that start tonight. But it's also just one of those things where, like like you said, I hate how they pick teams now. It should literally just be East-West if they're going to keep doing it. And then... I don't know how to make it competitive because you talk about load management and so many of these guys don't want to risk injury or going hard in a game that doesn't matter. I don't think you should make it for the NBA finals, maybe like a cash prize. I don't know, but all these guys are already filthy rich. So I really don't think there's a way to save it. I just don't think, I think in all sports, if we just got rid of all-star games, would anyone give a fuck? Would no. anyone give a fuck if they I, stopped like doing the, the people Pro like Bowl. the skill? People like the skills competitions. That's it because that's yeah. fun. I like the three point contest. This year's slam dunk contest was fucking amazing. Uh, Matt McClung, the now uh, uh, Philadelphia 76ers, won it where all of his dunks were the first attempt, which is like why it was so great. You're not seeing a guy slightly miss up mess up eight times in a row and then finally get it and you're just like that's what you were fucking trying for but matt mcclung 100 saved the dunk comp uh contest for the next maybe five years it's gonna pique people's interest now the dunks he was doing were fucking incredible uh this is the guy me and my 10 year old when we went to summer league was on the golden state warriors at the time and he was putting up like 30 points a game and just all over the court. And me and my son were like, who the hell is that guy? He's like our favorite player to watch in summer league. So it was cool to see him single-handedly save the dunk competition. Like all of his dunks were fucking crazy. Uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Damian Lillard finally winning the three point contest. Also cool. Again, just make it slam dunk three point and maybe come up with another thing. Just make it a skills competition. Same with Pro Bowl. That's the kind of fun stuff that everybody likes. Yeah, I mean, or just well, they do like the passing one stuff too, right? Where like they're trying to pass them through the tires and yeah, and like hit they the do targets all that, yeah. and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, like this yeah, year that, I think they, they had drones. Yeah, that that's all cool. Um, but like you 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 nailed it. I've talked about it plenty. I'm not going to even speak about it anymore outside of this. Just that's why that's what made the MLB All Star Game the best is because it actually meant something. And then when they stopped doing that, nobody watches it anymore. It's like yeah. home run derby. Cool. After that, what's that weekend about? 
jerseys. Yeah, which is basically what the slam dunk competition is. It's like a fun thing. Again, both with MLB and NBA and NHL, it's weird to put it during the season. I at least like how the NFL waits till it's at the end after the season. So it's like, this is your last chance to see these guys before next season. Maybe they're on different teams. Maybe they retire, blah, blah, blah. In the middle of the season just seems really fucking weird. If you want, just give the players a week off. Like who gives a shit? Uh, But uh, now casino that that's out of the way the all-star breaks over which means that the nba now has 23 and again it's also really funny how michael jordan's number was 23 and then they do the all-star break and come back and it's 23 games i was just thinking about that that's just (laughs) weird but a little thing so the really i think the two uh, there's three big storylines with the uh, end of the NBA season, right? So maybe four, but the three big ones are it's Celtics are on top right now, 42 wins, 17 losses. Bucks are 41 wins, 17 losses. And then Sixers, uh, Sixers Cavaliers both have 38 right behind them, even though the Cavaliers have lost four more games than the Sixers. So it looks like the East pretty much set at the top. Can the Heat can the Hawks, can the Knicks, can the Nets all kind of rise above each other or kind of stay there? I think they're all going to stay there. Really out of the East, it comes down to Celtics, Bucks, Sixers. I really think this is where Milwaukee just kicks into fifth gear and just fucking explodes past everybody. Even, you even think they're going to go crushing past uh, the Celtics? Yes, because I think they're the I think Giannis is the best player in the league. I think he's really asserted himself as one of the best ones. Coming so do you think game. he do you think he's better than uh Jokic uh for MVP? Well, that's I feel like is my uh one of the big storylines coming out which is they're saying that Jokic is going to win his what? Fourth MVP in a row? I think it's third in a row. In a row? Like so the question for him becomes, it almost is the Aaron Rodgers thing, which is, it, it's just like, that's nice. Like, listen, it's great that you keep winning the MVP. Where is your playoff success? Like, Jokic, unlike Rodgers, or Rodgers at least won one, Jokic hasn't even come fucking close. And he, at the moment, is the, num- uh, the number one team in the much more competitive West right? The East has two of the juggernauts in the league with the Celtics and Bucks, but the West, everybody's still within kind of five games of each other, except for the Nuggets who have now pulled ahead where they're clearly the number one team. So you're going to be again, the best team in the West. And if you don't do shit in the playoffs, then it starts becoming a thing where it's like, okay, Jokic, we keep giving him MVP. He keeps being great in the regular season, but why does him and his team, who are clearly the best all year in their conference, why the fuck do they fall apart in the playoffs? I really think that is the number, I'd say probably number three storyline going into the last uh, end of the season. I think Bucks reemergence is one. Or Bucks ascending to the top, I should say, is number one. I think the number two story is now that the Suns have Kevin Durant, right? Now they have Devin Booker. They're clearly the best 
put together team in the West, right? They have two, maybe three, maybe four of the best 30 to 50 players in the league, right? Where you have uh, eight in there as well. So it's like the Suns right now rest at five, but they're five because they're only, they're tied with the Kings one game behind the Celtics. So the Kings are 32 wins, Celtics 33, Suns have 32 wins. So it's like, one or two games, they could easily be the third seed. And then the Grizzlies, their record doesn't indicate what they've done in the past month, which is kind of be a very beatable team. They don't look nearly as good as they did at the beginning of the season. Well, they, I mean, I, again, I don't know a lot about the NBA, but like I know enough. And I, I don't know. I felt like there was going to be a time where they fell off. Like, yeah. They were kind well, of doing like the Giants thing. They were kind of surprising people. Um, and then I think it's finally starting to starting to happen for them a little bit where negatively, where it's not well, going to start working out. Exactly with what you're saying. The only two teams in the West that have uh, like good winning percentage the last 10 games are the Nuggets and Suns who are both seven and three. The Clippers are six and four as well, but then it gets to the Kings are five and five and the Grizzlies are four and six. So the Grizzlies, I think we even said this at the beginning of the season, they felt like they were maybe one player, maybe one season or two away from being like real contenders. And then they shocked everybody like you're saying, but they kind of feel like they've fallen back to where they were almost supposed to be which is they're definitely not the second best team in the West. I would still put the Suns up there. The Mavericks are also, I feel like, the fourth storyline, right? Where the Mavericks, now they have Kyrie Irving, they have Luka, and they're right behind the Suns uh, as the sixth seed. I think at the moment, the Nuggets have such a lead over the other teams, and obviously they have a guy who most players, I believe, I saw a player poll that just said, oh, yeah, uh, Jokic is the MVP again, which is again, crazy, but Jokic is the number one team, the number one seed in the harder conference. So he's, excuse me, him being so far ahead. I think they're a lock to finish number one, but then it becomes, I don't think the Grizzlies, I don't think the Kings, I don't think the Clippers can hang on the, these last 23 games. I really do think it's going to end Nuggets 1, Suns 2, Mavericks 3, and then Grizzlies, Kings, Clippers kind of all right there in the mix. And then Pelicans, I don't trust it all. Timberwolves, I don't trust it all. And then there's the Warriors. The Warriors, if they can get uh, Steph back, if they can go on a little bit of a run here, I really think they're doing good. And then the last story I think of this, you know, ending NBA season is the Lakers sitting there 27 and 32 in the West. But again, if you're as long as you're in the West and you're not the Spurs or the Rockets, you have a chance in these playoffs. Like we've seen how beatable Jokic can be in the Western uh, playoffs right in the Western conference playoffs, we've seen how easily that team can uh, be beaten. So if it comes down to a matchup where it's the number one seed nuggets versus the number eight seed Lakers, like I feel like everybody would be taking the Lakers and I might be one of them, especially if they have AD back and it's LeBron and they got rid of, uh, rid of Westbrook and their team's kind of good now after the trade deadline. So I don't know. 
this last 23 games of the season is going to be real Sorry, fucking interesting. I was interesting. muted. I was muted. Um, so you said if they get rid of Westbrook, do, do you think that they make a trade, get him out of there? They already they... got him out of there. Oh, sorry. That's gone. how far back I am on this. <laughs> when when did that happen? I'm sorry. That happened with the trade deadline where they got rid of him. I believe I can't remember where they sent him. I think they sent him to. So we uh, we can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember where they sent him, but they basically well, bought out or he don't they bought out his contract and then he signed with the Clippers, which was a weird sign. Wow, how did I miss bunch- that? When I mean, was this? When did that happen? Like. Couple weeks For, uh, over our break, over our week break. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. So that's I. I was off grid. I was off grid when it came to sports. That's why I'm kind of winging it today. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, I but get that yeah. update. I don't know. So that's pretty much that's pretty much the NBA season going forward. Uh, we'll obviously be covering so, it so more you as think, we get closer uh, okay, to the playoffs. Okay, so I mean, so I will continue what I was going to say. Like now that I he is officially gone and I didn't know that. Um, so with him gone though, um, let me ask you this. Do you think that the Lakers are much better without him? Do you think they got rid of the poison and they can actually make a big run here? I don't think they can make a big run, but I do think they can get into the playoffs. And then they, LeBron James has come out and just said that like, these are the most important games of my son is just in here of his career. He said these are the, the most important games of his career. Can you go put this in the sink? These are oh, the most important hello. games. This is such a raw show. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I've had to get up and leave so many times. to get, Ugh, get. Our kids won't leave us alone today. Jesus. But, yeah. So, I think – well, I think in the playoffs or whatever, I definitely think they can get to the eighth seed because, again, everybody in the West still, like almost the entire season, the Lakers, if they won – Five games I was just saying, well, right I was now? literally I was literally going to ask you what what do you think the Lakers have to finish off to make the playoffs? What well, do you think right the record now, has to be? If they won five games, they would jump from the thirteenth seed to the third seed. So that's how fucking close it is in the West. I really think if they finish winning, let's see, there's twenty three games. If they win like fourteen, fifteen. I really think they get into the play-in, and then in the play-in, they can definitely win and be the eighth seed. I don't think they can get higher than the eighth seed, but then again, the teams above them are the Trailblazers, the Jazz, and the Thunder. Of those three teams, I don't trust the Jazz or Trailblazers. I do kind of like the Thunder, but when it gets to like Pelicans, Timberwolves, Thunder, and then like an injured Warriors without Steph, I think the Lakers could with their current roster and AD back and LeBron still playing at, you know, I wouldn't say his peak, but like damn near close to it. I really do think they could be the seventh or eighth seed. I think, yeah, I think they have a so, chance. So, so say they make the playoffs. What, where do you think they can make it to? Do you think they can get oh, all the I way think to the maybe Again, I think if it's a first round matchup between them and the Nuggets, I do think they can beat the Nuggets because we've seen what jokage is in the playoffs, right? I don't think anybody would be like, this is a huge upset. I feel like they would just be like, that's jokages and the Nuggets MO, right? When they get to the playoffs. But then I think when it, you get to the second round and they'd either be playing uh, the, I think the Suns or Mavericks, then I think that's where 
They they maybe get swept. They maybe only win one game. But I think they can beat the Nuggets in the playoffs. Do I think they could beat them during the regular season? No. But again, playoffs are a whole different animal. And we haven't seen Jokic do nearly as good in the playoffs as he's done in the regular season. So I think the West is definitely more interesting. The East, I really think it comes down to Bucks, Celtics, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, and then that team goes to the West to face who knows. So yeah, so yeah. pretty much you uh, you would just say you're expecting the Celtics or the Bucks to win the whole thing this yeah. year. Yeah, I think they're the more complete teams, unless the Suns can figure it out pretty quickly and get together, and then it becomes a Kevin Durant led Suns team against the Bucks or Celtics, then you just throw your hands up and go, now we're going to have to see who the better team is. But that's Fair all enough. the NBA. Uh, we do in... Okay. We're not doing that's NHL it. today. Kids are going too off. I can barely breathe. Yeah. And every, movement, every movement I do, I just feel like somebody's literally grabbing all the muscle okay. in between my shoulder blades and just twisting it. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to get out of here. Our kids today will not let us record. Uh, no, they're not feeling well, so. Yeah, well, my son's just uh, being a little jerk, but that's his MO. He gets that from me. So fighting with the dogs. She may <laughs> win. She's better uh, than him. Last thing, Casino, we'll do NHL next episode, but did you see any of the XFL this weekend? Obviously, I did not. I was in Mexico, so I saw none of it. But from the highlights I saw, it looked pretty good. It looked entertaining. I, I watched a little bit of it, and uh, I was actually quite impressed with a lot of it, what I saw. Yeah. So, fingers crossed. I mean, they're still not making money, man. That That's the issue is still not being able to p- pay their players. They're, they're, being, they're able to right now. They're barely making ends meet from the reports that have come out. Um, but, I mean – the longest one that that ever lasted of the XFL uh, was uh, was it the not the XFL whichever league it was a while back they made like seven the years USFL or U- whatever USFL yeah yeah like that made like seven years um, well that was also just because remember they had like a shitload of money and didn't have the college rules so they were literally just paying people right out of high school like millions oh yeah no there was a lot of players i mean steve i mean steve young ended up playing over there i mean obviously he didn't go straight there but um like they had big time football names people either towards the end of their careers or they were actually taking people out of the draft and they weren't letting them go so like there was an appeal like i've always wanted to watch this player play in a high league football league or hey this guy is retiring it feels like it's like the mls you know, yeah. even though that's getting more competitive, but all the, the big superstars, they, they go to the MLS to retire. Well, remember, that's where it was, people, it was interesting. Still, people still to this day say one of the best football games ever played was Steve Young versus Jim Kelly in the USFL, where they oh, both yeah. had like a shootout. That's why I mentioned they, him. He was one of the yeah. greatest. That was one of the greatest appeals for that. And then the league lasted for a while. Um, it's good. Now. I do think spring football could work, but the NFL now is such a juggernaut that nobody's going to be able to compete against the NFL. You can't be an alternative. The NFL would have to help out a little bit. Yeah. You can't be an alternative to the NFL, but you could be just more football 
when regular football ends. And I think that's how you make it. So uh, spring football, you know, is actually viable. You just go, Hey, you love football, right? Well, the NFL's over. You got nothing else to watch on Sundays. Come over here and watch more football. As long as the football's good, people will watch it. But right. and so far, week one, that football was way better than what was the last one you and I were watching? It was the was it the USFL know. they brought back? I think, I think or something so. I mean, like we, that. Because we we were the Seattle or no, we were the Salt Lake City uh uh stallion fans yeah and yeah. that just was not good football like no, that's why I that I, I failed that was bad yeah but this one so far it looks like good football so hopefully no yeah this- i it was on at work over the weekend i i, I watched it yeah um or not at work uh, i watched it a little bit up at the cabin my brother had it on i don't know why it said work <laughs> but we'll definitely be watching week two this week next week we'll talk about what's happened in the NBA so far when they return from all-star break. We'll get more into the NHL. We'll talk about free agency franchise tag. If anything happens with any of the big names in free agency in the NFL. And yeah, this has been a Rocky return of the very Rocky only sports podcast, but what do you want from us? We were gone for a week. We came back. We tried. We'll do better next week. We feel awful. Well, I do. Yeah, I can barely. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, as soon as I get off of this, immediately I've done the heating pad. I'm going to go and throw ice on it, and then switch back to the heating pad. Um, the wife's at the DMV. She's finally going to get her name changed. You know, we've only Damn. been married a year, so whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, love her. We'll, uh, I love her. We'll but, promise um, to do better next week. Uh, also, I think we're just switching to one sh- uh, episode. A yeah, week. we're going to go to one a week. But because it may be a little longer than than like the hour 30 that we've been. We may push them around closer to two. Yeah. So one two hour instead of two hour and a half. So not bad. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week. I'm Will. That's Casino. And this has been the Only Sports Podcast. Adios.